I'm Lane. I'm Craig. And we're two drunk sailors solving all the world's problems. And this is Ungoverned Sales. All right, guys. Hope you uh, hope you enjoyed that new intro. That was uh, the right amount of shitty. I think it, it'll get better. I promise. And by promise, I mean maybe if I feel like it. Anyway, we got a we got a couple spicy things we're gonna be covering today. We're gonna be talking about uh, talking about your boy Joe, which we always love to talk about him. Uh, we're gonna be covering the vaccine passports, which literally everybody's talking about right now and i know you don't want to hear any more about it so we're going to talk more about it anyway because fuck you and fuck your feelings we're just gonna Uh, beat a dead horse yeah beat the shit out of that horse it's gonna be so hot anyway before we start on that right we had to get loosey goosey uh what what are you drinking tonight the good old bud heavy (laughs) what the fuck is that Good old Budweiser, man, the diesel. Bud heavy. Why'd you call it that? That's what uh, that's what everyone back home calls it, which is funny because no one back home fucking drinks it. Anytime I go into my local bar back home, they have to order it or go out to the store and buy it to have mm. it stocked for the two weeks I'm going to be home. Well, that's the fancy bud. Well, I'm it's- drinking. In El Guapo, because I am uh, bourgeoisie by nature. You know, I'm fancy as fuck, boy. I fucking hate you. Yeah. Yeah, you like that? No. I literally <laughs> hated every second of that. I gotta tell you, I don't like it. Uh, so anyway, vaccine passports, dude. Let's talk about that crazy shit. Because, so, so what I'm hearing is, uh, the government wants nothing to do with uh, essentially being responsible for that, you know, like they don't they don't want their fucking name on it when clearly they're the ones who are pushing for it. But they're, uh, they're, they're the ones who brought it up. Yeah, they brought it into play and made it essentially as a suggestion for uh, for the private market to push for. And my thought process on this is maybe they're thinking uh, the Republicans and your more conservative and independent people won't fight it so much as long as private markets doing that. But fuck you and fuck that, because even though it's officially private market doing it, that doesn't mean that it's private capitalism at work. Most of these most of these companies that would enforce something like that aren't even really private companies like the big one that comes to mind that I was talking to you about earlier, uh, Craig was Walmart, right? That they're, they're like the big store that comes to mind because everybody, everybody shops there. Even your old fucking raggedy bastards that are like, no, I'm brilliant. All that bullshit. They still shop there. They're lying to you. They say, I know I haven't been to Walmart in 15 years. Bullshit. You've been to Walmart. We know you have. Don't lie. Right? Everybody goes there at least once in a while. Yeah. Well, it's almost inevitable. Right, for sure. Uh so so who is the one of the biggest PAC supporters of the Republican Party? Fucking Walmart. Right? But who owns stock who in Walmart? Walmart? What's that? I said who owns stock in Walmart? Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl, Hillary Clinton. The fucking crooked wicked witch of the west over on the left side has stock in walmart and uh, was she she was like a chairman on the board or something like that i'm not sure exactly what she did but i know that she was a she was a major player in walmart and she's been a big time supporter of them for a while right right so if if she's going to be a proprietor for this and you know the the clintons being based as fuck for the democratic party uh that to me that that's like clear evidence that that company 
may not directly be in bed with the government, but they definitely are having their strings pulled by people who are well-rooted in the government. Well, exactly. I don't know. So, so to me, like, even though you're, you're sitting here saying, you're like, no, 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 it's not going to be a federal thing. Like, no, no, nothing to worry about there. It's very clearly something to worry about because it, not only is it them attempting to use the private market to manipulate people, it's them pulling the strings directly behind it. And then, and then you're going to run in to where people are going to start then selling fake um, vaccine, whatever the fuck they're called, booklets, passports, or whatever. Because even um, we had guys who got them at my my uh, my job, and it was literally just a a fucking piece of paper that then could be laminated. Yeah. So you're telling me that someone in the U.S. is not going to find a way to make a profit off that from people who don't want to get vaccinated. That has a yeah. computer, a printer, and a laminator. I I sure shit can tell you that's what I'll be doing. Oh yeah, not I, I, that was hypothetical or whatever. If they were to push this vaccine passport to where it was saying, uh, yeah, I will definitely be grabbing a laminator from work and making it yeah. so I look. Whatever happens, happens after that. You know? <laughs> yeah, I will become vaccinated very quickly. Right, right. Home home vaccinations or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, what do you do you think that they're going to be pushing that into the military though? Um, I think once they can get the vaccine FDA approved for non-emergency use, they will push it in the military as fast as they can. Yeah. Cuz I I guess I should I can inform our listeners and whatnot. Uh, they're not really pushing the vaccine super hard uh, as, as far as like military commands go. They're, they're, Unless they've you're in got the it out there and it's available, but they haven't made it mandatory for anybody. But uh, like, like, you know, like a lot of your big hospitals and whatnot throughout the, uh, throughout the country. But uh, other than that, it hasn't really been mandatory. And so one reason that I think that that's true is, uh, they, they want to get the vaccine out to the people that actually need it. They want to use a little bit of fucking common sense on this, which, it, you know, that's a rarity in that of itself. Uh, but I think another reason is you got a lot of old fucking crusty white admirals that are probably not too keen to get it themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine doing doing what a upper echelon of the military does. I would assume that they're just going to have, you know, their boys fill them out a card and be like, yeah, yeah, no, he got it. See? <laughs> so as they, as they do for everything else. Yeah. So you didn't see the big uh, shit storm that happened down in Texas, did you? No. I think it was Fort Hood. Their, um, like their MCX commissary, whatever. Um, a The base-wide commander put out a... A statement saying that if you were not vaccinated, you couldn't go in there and you couldn't use the gym and you couldn't uh, eat at the mess hall unless you were vaccinated. I think actually I did hear something about that. Our, our base isn't pushing anything like that yet, but that's fucking sketchy. No, the only thing my command has done in terms of pushing it is asking everyone every other day, hey, do you want to get the uh, the COVID vaccine? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so like our command did uh 24 hours off after you get it, which is, I mean, that's a pretty good incentive for your indentured servants. We'll give you a little bit of time off if you get this thing that's possibly going to give you cancer in 10 years or whatever. Who cares? <laughs> but, but how weird is it that they would they would force people to get this vaccine right for their health? Right. They say this is for your health and for your well-being. But if you don't get it, then we're not going to allow you to go to the gym to work on your fucking well-being. <laughs> what, what ass backwards logic is that? It's military logic. Yeah. Yeah. We've come full circle from 
kind of being logical to military logic. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And even the Navy is doing some stupid ass shit with ships that are supposed to be hitting ports here soon to where if they're not vaccinated, they can't leave the pier or the ship or whatever and actually go enjoy being on land after being underway for how many umpteen days. I, th- I think part of the problem for that is uh, the other countries are, are pushing that because uh, cause I know specifically places like uh, oh shit. one of my buddies was telling me about it the other day. I think he was, I think he was saying Spain is because I mean, you know, the citizens are not super independent in Spain, right? Like they, they do not have near the rights or the self reliance or sense of independence that we do. Right. Right. So, of course, they, they as soon as they were able to get it, they started just pumping that shit out to everybody. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're over here saying, you know what, if you don't have it, then fuck you, don't come here. Right. And, I mean, whatever. We'll go to, you know, like... Yeah, and that's... We, we, should, be able, we should be able to adapt to situations like that. Like, we'll go to Greece. Greece don't give a shit. Greece, <laughs> you, you can come and shoot a hooker in Greece. And they're like, yeah pay for the damages <laughs> he, he, he broke old man jenkins window we need that replaced but you're good to go yeah just pay for it or whatever or buy a drink what <laughs> we'll get over it <laughs> well and, and uh, my whole thought process on that is if we have countries who are like oh yeah if you don't have the vaccine don't come here all right that's fine but we're gonna take all our funding yeah any any funding or help that you get from us it's gone or protection, fuck you. Oh yeah, or any sort of. At that point, it's like any sort of treaty that stopped other people from fucking you up. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, you want to play this game? Yeah, it could it could it could fire really quickly. Uh, I guess the next thing I want to cover and that directly relates to that is so so with the upper chain of commands, the old white dudes that don't want to get it. Uh, do you feel like the Democrats that have elected the higher officials in the military, do you think that they picked people that would push the likes of them out? Yeah. Like your boy, uh, Lloyd, I, I can't think of, I can't think of his friend. Oh, uh, you're talking Austin about, Lloyd? um, sec, sec yeah, sec <laughs> yeah, I have no doubt that the people that they picked are people that are going to, for one, be in their pocket to absolutely, and then carry out any sort of whim idea that they have that helps them, one, either get reelected, stay in power, or fill their, their pockets a little bit more. Yep. And that, that's that, that shit I was talking about last episode with, uh, with the whole him being a Raytheon exec and uh joe biden pushing for us bombing the shit out of poor brown kids and that that are go farmers again he wants to bring that back because that way old boy can have money in his pockets right oh yeah so on the the counter uh joe biden is worried as fuck that the military which is traditionally red it is oh yeah like it we, we can sit here and argue about that all day but traditionally it's very red so Joe is probably pretty worried about that. He's pr- probably pretty worried about the fact that whenever the uh, the whole January 6th bullshit happened, they found a lot of National Guardsmen that were like, "I kind of agree with what he did." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that that was a that was a oh shit moment for them. So I think they're thinking they have to filter out the ranks. They have to filter out your right wing people that are more aligned with conservative ideals. So. They're forcing stuff, more things like getting vaccines and whatnot and, and what shit like that and, you know, what culture and shit, whatnot. What that's going to do is that's going to completely change the mindset of the military and your right wing conservative people are not going to fucking join and they're not going to stay in because they're going to they're going to do. I mean, kind of exactly like what happened with us. Like we came to realize we're not welcome there. No, not at all. We're not. Like we're we're free thinking individuals, and that is fucking frowned upon in the military. Oh, you have your own mind. Yeah, that's not allowed. I mean, none of that bullshit. 
I mean, but, but I don't know. You, you, you got that extremism training, right? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> uh, bullshit training I've ever been to. Tell me about yours. Uh, I want to. I want to know if ours were similar. Well, it was about a thirty-page, sorry, fifty-page PowerPoint that included a video from SecDev and how uh, they told us the the definition of um, extremism, um, what we should do if we see extremism, who we should report it to. Um, we also had to reaffirm our constitutional oath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, it was a bunch of, don't do this. Don't think of yourself. You can't have any political ties and speak out on them and say that the president is a dumbass and that he's fucking up. You know, yep. the... <laughs> And then it, it told us yeah, what we, we should look for people, look for in people who may be extremist and how we should act around everyone else. Right. And what what was the uh, the response that you're expected to give to somebody that has a different ideology than the current governing regime? Uh, tell them that you can't talk about it and that it is against the the military's core beliefs and good discipline uh, to speak out on the current regime and oh see for us we were told to report them to fucking ncis oh, yeah, that, yeah that was gonna be my next thing was and then report them to ncis like immediately it went from hey this is something we want to work on in-house you know we want to we want to work on letting our sailors know how they should, uh, how they should act, how they should participate. And then it started, it started getting a little deeper. You know, they're like, this is the way you should think you should have undevoted allegiance to the current governing regime, no matter how they participate, regardless of what they enact, whether it goes against liberties or not. Mm-hmm. And it, it slowly spiraled into uh, some, some fucking, and I'm going to do exactly what LPKY did. Uh, it, it, it slowly spiraled in some fucking Nazi Germany shit. It was rat on your neighbor. If they do not align with our ideals yeah. and we will, we will jail them. <laughs> like, because, because that's where it goes. That's where this goes. Oh yeah. And, right. And- because they, they're not just going to be like, Hey, your ideals don't align with ours anymore. We're gonna we're gonna have to let you go from the Navy. No, they're gonna put you in fucking jail. You're gonna be put on restriction at best before they kick you out of the military and leave you on the fucking streets to rot. And I think the thing that bugs bugged me the most about this whole training was besides reaffirming my oath, um, was the examples they gave. And the examples where they were extremists, yeah, they were t- they were terrorists. They were neo Nazis that plan that plan to plant bombs, um, recruit people for a pretty much a neo fascist uh, war against the U.S. and just j- stupid shit that doesn't relate to. I'm going to say ninety nine percent of the military. Yeah, and they're they're making a divide where there doesn't need to be a divide. Uh, for sure, for sure, and and it was just weird how they they were equating certain things that like they don't really seem to equate, right? They were like neo Nazis and KKK, and, uh, KKK and shit like that, and SS uh, gangs and whatnot, right? So it was all white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy. And then they threw out like a couple ones that were weird. They were like, uh, and proud boys and anarchists and anybody that believes any form of secession. Yep. Because that doesn't follow the oath of our, of supporting the United States because the United States will not support a secession. Right. So essentially they're, they're like, 
if you believe that the current governing body is wrong and that it's probably best for us to have a nonviolent separation for the good of the nation, then you are a fucking Nazi. Those are, those, <laughs> they put those on the same yeah. scale and they said that it's the same thing. Yeah. And, and they then went on and said, you have to be apolitical that you are a non-political member of the military, which Right. After rattling off entirely exclusively right wing groups and militias and activists. Yeah. And and the other thing that bugged me was they gave the definition of supremism. And it's right here. It says uh, the dictionary definitions of supremism generally um, show a belief that a particular group, especially one determined by race, religion, sex or or sex is superior and should be there and should therefore dominate society. And then it says yeah. KKK and the Nazis. The other example they should have in there is the U S military. Not <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not determined by race, religion, or sex, but the military, especially the U S military has a superior thought mindset that we are superior than every other military every other country and so them putting that in there says hey you can't participate in supremism but you're part of a group that is a supremist group yeah as uh as p quinones would say like that that is the textbook definition of a monopoly on violence and yeah, and we we literally we brag about it. We, like we we are uh, supremacy of the seas, right? And I'm not even saying that that's a bad thing. I'm not saying that, but you can't sit here and be like, it's fine that we do it on a big global scale. But if you do, if you dial it back and say maybe th- this party should be in charge or whatever, and you go against whatever the current current governing body is, then you're a fucking enemy of the state. Yeah, I, I've always I've always found that crazy because because I don't know it it didn't really bother me and I didn't think too much of a, about it whenever I initially enlisted right but when you enlist on a six year contract you don't realize how much you're gonna change down the road uh, but when I enlisted I was like yeah I mean whatever whatever happens happens in this country I'm still gonna be loyal to the country right, right? like I'm still gonna be loyal to my countrymen as a whole. Right. And I that still firmly holds true. But I never thought about the fact that your government can change. It'll become a completely different beast in six years because I joined during Obama's era. Same. Right. And then we went from Obama, who I progressively learned was a warmonger. Right. Because, you know, whenever I first joined, I was actually pretty democratic by nature uh coming from union household right. and whatnot i i thought obama was a good dude and he did hold himself in a very proper presidential light he gave off a good persona but when i joined the military and joined the war machine i found out he's a fucking he's a bad dude he was drone striking the shit out of thousands of people and then talking about how like there's systematic oppression and shit like that boy systematic oppression is bombing the shit out of fucking goat farmers bombing them back into the 1600s so that they can't prosper and become a decent country so that you can force them to give you their oil at fucking robbery prices so that we can keep flourishing and they can stay i don't know our bitch boy for oil and gas like that is literally de- de- definition of Stop oppression. It. We were trying to give them freedom and democracy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spreading freedom and democracy around the world. Didn't you read the papers? Yeah. It was all in. The, it was Great. in the papers. Yeah, no, and I, I affirmed my oath or whatever. <laughs> yeah. mm. But did did you see some of the potential adverse outcomes? that can be held against you if you are considered a um, extremist. 
did you happen to actually read that list? No, no, I, dude, I zonked the fuck out during this training <laughs> and was like, oh, they, they want me dead. I do not belong here. And so I just kind of phased out. And then at one point they said something, they said something about anarchists. And one of my buddies besides me goes, see for, they're talking about you. And he says it loud. And I was like, Hey bro, <laughs> shut the fuck <laughs> up. Like, <laughs> like, it was funny, but I was like, bro, you, you're going to get me fucking shot. <laughs> he says it. And then just five dudes in all black gear escort you off to never be seen again. Yeah, I was a hen in the fucking hawk foxhole. It was like the opposite of territory to t- say that shit, dude. So they they listed all the articles that they can punish you on under this, and it's. I just assumed it was Article ninety two, which is for our non military and non familiar uh, listeners. Article ninety two is a general purpose administrative punishment right so at any point even if you didn't go against any actual laws if you followed all the laws rules regulations of the military and they just fucking hate you they can hit you with a general 92 and punish you for an an unknown amount of time they they can choose however and however much to punish you at any time with this article it's a blanket. Yep. Failure to obey you are an order. Yeah. But they have Article 88, contempt towards officials. 92. 94, which is mutiny and sedition. Um, yeah. 115, com- communicating a threat. 116, riot or breach of peace. Which, once again breach of peace in the military we that's kind of a what we're there for yeah Oxymoron. Uh, yeah. 117 provoking speeches or gestures what the fuck does that mean um so say you uh you take offense to uh, a knife hand we'll keep it in the military and you were a admiral you could slap somebody with a 117 because of a provoking gesture. Mm. Um, and then 134, conduct to good order and discipline or service discrediting of the U.S. Navy. And then it just goes court-martial. What does that shit mean? It's like these people don't even know. Like, like whoever wrote this shit up and the way they wrote it up, they don't even know the origins of the Navy or like what the military is even supposed to be like. We're supposed to be the fucking war dogs. And they're like, if you don't shine us in a perfect light, then we'll ruin your whole fucking life. Like, motherfucker, John Paul Jones was the first admiral of the United States military, right? Commissioned by Congress. That dude was a goddamn pirate. He was a pirate. That they hired, they're like, this guy's gangster as fuck. <laughs> Stop it. He was a good guy. He was an admiral. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's part of the ruling class, and you will accept his <laughs> will, and there's no way that you could have a differing thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so then they went into detail, and they said, hey, we can make it so we don't kick you out, but we're going to make it so you can't reenlist. You lose your security clearance, you lose your rank, and you just become a bitch boy for the command you work at. Yeah, no, that'll go over well. I'm sure if you if <laughs> if you turn me into the command's bitch boy, who is at that point you are literally a slave, right? Because you're not doing the job you were contractually obligate, obligated to do, right. right? They don't pay you anymore. They won't pay you. They'll, they'll do 45-45 and hit you on repeat, right? So you're not getting paid. You're forced to do this job at the threat of actual murder if you don't do it. Because don't forget, we're still in a war on drugs, and that's considered a war. And during wartime, we can shoot you if you choose to not participate, right? So at the threat of actual murder, you have to do these menial tasks and not even the job that you originally signed right. up to do. 
for our amount of time. And then we're going to give you no benefits to kick you to the door because you had a different political ideology than the current governing ruling party. And, and if they do that, you might as well hit me with a 94 for mutiny because I ain't going to go quietly. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to make sure it, yeah. it, there's a good amount of people that hear my complaints. Yep, for sure. And what's crazy is I can't tell you how many people like I, I, I talked to on the boat that actually have very similar mindsets. They're just fucking nervous about saying it. They're nervous about speaking out in the fucking land of the free. That's literally like like our whole thing. That's the Navy's whole thing, defending freedom and democracy around the world. But I'll be goddamn if you choose to be free or democratic in nature, because we won't have any of that bullshit. Well, just like I said um, in our last <laughs> podcast, U.S. military defending democracy with communists. Essentially, yeah, yeah. It's it's the uh, yeah. I've seen this on Twitter a lot. That it's it's your prime example of how communism doesn't work because we have universal health care and it's some of the worst in the United States. It's subpar to the point where like you they they don't even allow you to sue them because if they did then they wouldn't have any fucking doctors anymore. Like you're literally not allowed to sue them. I I know that they they just changed that about certain practices, but up until what was it? Yeah. Literally last year you couldn't sue a doctor if they fucking replaced your heart with a fucking liver. Like there was, there was no if ands or buts about it. They're like, yeah, we're gonna give you the surgery, and if I if I fuck up, then that and sucks, you can't refuse the surgery, or you can be um, set the cat master. Once again, Article ninety two, failure to obey yep. an order yep. and get kicked out the navy. And the only reason it changed is because of that corpsman that ended up overdosing off of oxy uh, oxycotton because they kept doubling his dosage because it wasn't working until he had over 80 hits of oxy in his system within a two-day period. Good for him. <laughs> Went out the best way he could. High as a fucking kite. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a <laughs> good time, I guess. So anyway, what we're getting at here, I know we really ranted about that, but the military is on a witch hunt to to purge of anybody that doesn't fall in line with the current regime. That's what that's about. They want to get rid of uh, conservatism and right-wingism in the military, they're treating it like it's a like it's a disease, essentially, instead of just having reasonable political opinions that differ from whoever's currently in power. Uh, they're treating it like it's a disease that needs to be washed away. And that's fine. I, I don't know about you, Lucas, but or, uh, but I'm going to I'm going to get away from it. I'm going to get away from it. I want nothing to do with it. This is my last week. I'm out. Well, I'm uh, I'm still currently working on getting out. So hopefully we get good news in the next two weeks or so. And then I'll be uh, head, heading towards out, greener pastures. That are less California. Yes, very much less Californian. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I was pretty mad about being stationed in Virginia at first, but hearing, hearing how California is going right now, I, I'm, I'm not too mad about it now. Virginia is not cash money. I would rather be down in Florida or something along those lines, but it's okay. It's okay. At least I would rather in be Cali. in Bahrain than California. <laughs> That's brutal. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's good that we're we're getting away from this. It's healthy. We've real we've did our time. We realized uh, it's not for us, and that we want to take different paths. Uh, 
I guess let's let's talk about the next chapter. Considering, you know, it's it's been on my mind. I I got I got that new job. I got a general idea where I'm going to be living. Bumfuck Midwest, Indiana. I think I already doxed myself yeah. for what state I'm going to. Going to Indiana. Uh, but going out in the middle of nowhere is not a bad thing. Everybody says, "What the fuck's out in Indiana?" That's the not point, motherfucker. Like <laughs> that's the whole point. Yeah, I would prefer to keep it that way because uh, you can talk about having all these amazing sites and everything. You know, what What do we want to get at here? You you got all the culture and the uh, the prosperity and the, the thriving city of New York City. Okay, well, everybody's fleeing there and they want nothing to do with it because it's a diseased shithole where nobody can... Uh, take care of themselves or afford rent or even get across town in a reasonable amount of time. Or you got the other end of the spectrum, uh, like like California. It's beautiful, sexy beaches. And, and, you know, it's got the Hollywood theme, sunny and 70 year round. That's fucking great and dandy. Why is everybody leaving then? Sucks dick. Why is everybody leaving? <laughs> That's crazy. You put people in the fucking ring and it turns into a shithole. Right. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to live in the middle of fucking nowhere. I'm going to live how I want to live, the way I want to live. And nobody's going to fucking tell me what to do about it. That's my that's my whole thought process. Yeah. If I want to if I want to run run around naked in my backyard. Guess what? I can do it because first off, I have a fucking backyard and not someone living above me. Right. And two, there's no one around to see me. Unless, unless you know, I decide to come over, and then I want to watch you run around naked in your backyard, and then yeah, I and, and then I can, and then you'll see nobody me can. run around with a little bit of a chub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good times, good times. Uh, so, so with doing that, right? So, not only do I want to get away with from uh, big government and people trying to tell me how to act, how to dress, what to do, when to do it shit like that right and i want to get away from the high populace uh, another big thing i want to do is i want to start working on not being so reliant on uh i guess mainstream infrastructures so uh moving towards the homesteading or the permaculture lifestyle i i listened to a lot of jack spearco back in the day and he's been he's been telling us since i started listening to him five years ago uh it's been he's been beaten beating that old dead horse of ours uh, to get out of the fucking cities. And, you know, I couldn't do it while I was in the Navy, but now I'm getting out. I've got a, I've got a good idea of what I want, where I want to go. And uh, I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a lot of his advice on this. I want to become independent from the structures and the, uh, the barriers that are set in place, because at the end of the day, you can get away from the government as much as you want to, but when they control how you live from the push of a button, such as turning off your fucking your power and you can't fucking heat your house or they turn off your water. So you can't shower anymore or they turn off. What else we got? You know, like, like you, you can't provide for your family because they won't let you go to the grocery store because you don't have the shot. Right. Or you can't get right. gas because there is um, an allotment per month, week, or whatever that you can actually have and you've already exceeded it. You you guys can laugh about all this shit. It's literally happening or has happened already. Like, this is not new stuff, but they're going to start implementing it progressively together. And they're going to lock down hard on us here soon. I, I just, I see it coming down the pipeline. All the signs are there. All the red flags are out. It's it's just obvious to me, and I don't understand how people aren't heading towards that. So I want to get away to somewhere where I can provide for myself and my family. Right? We'll we'll be able to you know be be able to heat our own place because uh, I want to hook up like an old school okay. like wood burning stove and whatnot. Uh, and being so involved in the uh, electrical field like I am. Uh, I've gotten pretty good at un- understanding installing and properly maintaining solar panels and things of that nature. So I want to have that. I want to start working on aquaponics, right. To be able to have 
uh, like water related plants and I want to collect rainwater to actually take care of those. And then I want to have a garden. I want to grow it up, get some garden beds. Uh, there's a, there's a guy I've been talking to. Uh, you guys should go check him out over at Liberty minded medics. He's got a beautiful setup that he just started in on and it's, it's impressive. Makes me jealous. Makes me want to start, start <laughs> pushing towards it myself. So uh, what, what's well, your game plan, man? Like every good quote unquote redneck, as I've been told that I am, <laughs> get a small right, collection right, yeah. of All the guns that will then be lost in a boat fire. A boat fire. Yeah. That's a double whammy. Um, yeah. And like you, I want to become more um, self-sufficient, whether it be um, solar panels um, or just a generator, right? Um, just because I don't have the, the necessary knowledge at this point to install solar panels on my own. But I could also do the windmill um, and just having the knowledge of what is available is helpful. Um, but the wife, she's uh, she's getting big into gardening. And the house we're looking at has a garden already set up. So getting into that and then just being able, um, the house we're looking at also has a chimney and stuff. And we're near uh, a good amount of wooded area. So we have that. And then just basically relying on the stuff that we need and not worrying about a bunch of the extra stuff. Like cable, yeah. yeah, we don't need that. I completely agree. No reason to have all that. Right. If you, if you got free time on your hands, go go spend time with your animals. Work on your garden. Go pull weeds. Like you could be doing oh, something exactly. productive with that time, or picking up a picking up a new trade, woodworking or you know metalworking or getting into <clears throat> like my my thing that I really want to get into working with electronics so much as uh i'm obsessed with the idea of 3d printing and working towards 3d printer go burb building some uh some pistols and whatnot i think that's going to be cool as shit and i think you're going to see that market take off in the next couple of years as long as old government doesn't come in and ruin it well as of right now uh, i'm pretty sure 3d printing weapons is illegal because they're non-traceable No, it's, it's it's completely legal, completely legal, man. Uh, so so that all dials back to originally whenever they started making firearms, right? You almost had to be a firearm manufacturer, and if you weren't, you couldn't do it in an efficient method, right? Uh, so to entirely build a firearm by yourself is completely legal. That's uh. It's kind of because that law is, dare I say it, outdated. They assumed that, like, you know, you're going to have to have, like, a metal press. And, you know, it's going to take, like, a lot of work to build a firearm. I don't think they were anticipating for us to be able to go get some fucking document off of Reddit and download it into a computer. And the computer makes 3D printer go burr. And then now you got a a 9mm in your hand. Right? So, but as of right now, I trust me, dude, I've been doing my thick amount of research on this and, uh, yeah, it's still legal, but they are majorly pushing to get rid of it though. They do not like the fact that people are able to do it, but that's the thing about it is, is like, people don't really care. How, how are you going to know? How are you going to stop it? Not that I would ever do such a thing. That's a criminal offense. Uh, but it, who's to obey? Who's going to tell you to obey if you're right. doing it in your fucking basement? You're going to stop me from buying plastic? Like what? Okay. <laughs> like I'll so get it from somewhere thing else. That is illegal to print from a 3D printer is a assault weapon in which the jurisdiction that you live in that assault weapons are considered illegal already. And then bombs. It. Bombs are also illegal to 3D print. 
yeah, but yeah, at yeah. the same token, you don't need a 3D printer to make a bomb. Right, right. A couple uh, at-home materials and a can-do attitude. You can build, <laughs> yeah, build you something that goes boom. Much. Even if it's a fucking works bomb, they're fairly simple to make. Where a works bomb is nothing but a, a yeah. loud noise machine and some some chemicals. <laughs> It's still nonetheless considered a bomb. Not that we were doing. But yeah. yeah, And just like you, I have no doubt that they're going to try and ban that. Because it's something they can't control. They can't tax it, so they're not making money off of it. And they can't control what you make. So I have a feeling that they will try and ban it, like you said. I got I got an interesting thing that relates to that kind of. Uh, so Hotep Jesus was talking about it yesterday. Um, so what do you think about? And this is completely off from our our conversation topic. So it's out of the blue. What do you think about the government actually being supportive of a of us moving towards a cryptocurrency? They act like they are not supportive of it. But most of your things like Bitcoin running blockchains and whatnot are extremely easy to trace if you're integrated into a system, right? Very few people know how to properly launder their coins. So it's super traceable, right? And if they were to move everybody towards, I I don't know if you've seen, there's there's a USD coin, right? Uh, If they move entirely towards that, you'll be able to trace what everybody has purchased from who to who, right? And you can't you can't do that right now because on top of the financial institutions not really talking to each other, they're all independent. You still have the like, option of cash. Yeah. But if they get rid of that motherfucker, then it, it'll be almost entirely traceable. And the concept of uh, evading taxes and whatnot. Or like waitresses being like, oh, no, I only made $2 in cash tips this week. Like that goes out the door. That goes out the door with cryptocurrency. So one thing, I don't know if the government has, because there's no doubt that they're looking into that and how it could benefit them. But I don't know if they've taken into account, especially in the Midwest, bartering. And how that could then make a comeback for people like uh, people of our parents' age. Who, for one, don't like debit cards, don't like credit cards, don't like online banking. But then you also have the the rich motherfuckers who don't yeah. like being traced because of some of the shady shit they do for money. Where bartering will then make a comeback <laughs> to people trading a hat for gun parts. Or animal pelts for bread. Yeah. We're about to go full circle back to the fit fucking... 18th century yeah man uh but that's that's what i've been saying though is i'm not even at the, at this point where we're at right now unless they start a witch hunt on us i'm not scared to go back to living like it's fucking the 1920s right. or something like that you know like all this shit we're talking about doing like homesteading and like you know using a wood bur- wood burning stove and shit like that that's not a crazy concept. Our grandparents oh, yeah. were and doing it's, that. It's considered a crazy concept now because you have and people I'll- who don't know what a cell phone is without internet. Or don't know what it's like to freak yeah. the fuck out when you press the internet button on your cell phone and think you're going to get your ass beat when you get home. Could you just cause your parents to spend $30 on five <laughs> seconds of internet? Everyone that is coming to the age of 18 is all very internet-friendly in terms of everything. Venmo, Facebook Pay, buying cars, buying pets, even getting groceries. You don't even have to... You don't have to leave your house anymore to get groceries. I mean, that shit's pretty cool, and I'm glad that that does exist for, like, you know. I was really sick here a while back, and uh, 
So, so I uh, wasn't I was on duty or something, and she needed groceries, and so she she ordered them through whatever grocery app, whatever the hell grocery app she's got. Uh, and that that was pretty cool for her. And then you know my grandparents have done that too. I don't know. That makes it pretty legit. But you know, people using that on a daily basis though, that's that's downfall of humanity shit right there. Like if you can't like I understand we're not hunter gatherers anymore. You shouldn't have to go out and fucking mow down your food with a tomahawk. But bro, you can't get off the couch. <laughs> and, and where I have no issue with it being convenient and being there to be used, there are people who don't know how to how to do the regular day-to-day shit, like going to the grocery and getting their own shit. Or doing just normal shit that was yeah. a necessity in the early 2000s, 90s, 80s, and even into the early 2010-11 era. And mm-hmm. so I think the government has also noticed that. And so I think with that they'll be like oh yeah we can push cryptocurrency super easy because we have too many idiots that don't know how to do anything that isn't connected to their cell phone i mean they're not they're not wrong though that's that's the worst part about it sorry if y'all just heard my neighbor's dog going down the (laughs) stairs that was not or my dog is currently Taking one bite of food at a time, chomping it very loudly, <laughs> and then going back for another piece. Is he even like a, yes. a good guard dog? Like, yes. does he hear noises in the night? If I move too much, about that? she That's barks. Because it's more noise than she's used to at night. So, in that aspect, she's very good. Right. Except for the time my truck got broken into. That's Didn't make a fucking noise. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> yeah, my uh my dog's he's pretty good. He's pretty good about all that stuff. I'm I'm excited to once we get out of being in a cramped ass apartment where we're on top of other people actually being able to like train him up a little bit better he's he's very well trained right now like i can take him outside and walk around the apartment complex without him on lead he's pretty good about that but uh you know i want to be able to train him to be able to like let him go for extended amount of time and him not run off and once like you once we get out of a cramped ice apartment and get to where we actually have green around us uh i plan on getting a much bigger dog that I consider my own. <laughs> you uh, you seem like the, the only the small, small dogs dog I like type, are beagles. Because you can use them for hunting, and bulldogs. I I have a weird fascination with a super wrinkly dog. Other than that, German <laughs> shepherds, Tibet mastiffs. Those are my kind of dogs. Yeah. My mom's my, my grandparents had German Shepherd growing up, and I think that's part that's of the cool. reason I like them so much. Yeah. That's cool. All right. So so I guess to get us back on track, right? Uh we're we're talking about moving more towards towards uh independence of homesteading and whatnot. Raising our doggies and whatnot. Uh, but I think it's important that we're also taking more proactive measures as well, right? So not so much just getting away from the system that's inevitably going to be there. Because it's, it's going to be there. No matter what we do about it, the system is going to be looming over our heads and slowly pushing in on us, right? So what's important is that we... Uh, I don't want to use a cliche phrase, uh, draw a line in the sand, but I can't think of anything else. But it is important that we make a stand and we say, hey, here's our line, right? 
and we're gonna fight. We're we're gonna fight, right? And we're we're gonna fight by for it by all legal means that we can first. We're right. gonna play your game until we can't play the game anymore. And an important part of playing that game no is getting into the political, political aspect. And so <laughs> you're immediately seceding. Starting will my not own participate. Country. Yep, that's good. Uh, but legitimately, like I, I think you're you're seeing more and more people like us standing up, right? Especially in like the the libertarian, more fringe parts, like the uh, the Mises Caucus, mm. the, the the ballsy libertarians, right? You're seeing more of them pop up. I'm hearing more about them. I'm getting more involved with them. Uh, and I, I think it's important that we all, like, now that we're here and we're making voices and we're making ripples in the shit, people are listening. They may not like what we have to say, but fuck, they're listening. You know, like, like that counts for something. So we need to do something with that. We need to take that momentum. We need to push it somewhere. So that's that's why when, when I get back, and I know you talked about it too, when you get back, running for at least like a delegate position or something, moving, moving our way into uh, the fringe part of our party so we can take the party and then take our party and turn it into something that's an actual uh, yes. political threat to the others. And what my plan, once I get out, is to run for something local. Um, I mean, I plan on living in a town of no more than a thousand people. So I'm thinking, start off village mayor. Something where I can learn, learn the uh, the ins and outs <laughs> of how uh, a political office works, where it's not necessarily the most formal and the most uh, stringent or taxing, but it will give me just yeah. a glimpse, so I know where I can then head next towards state delegate, governor, whatever you, and and. The end game, final goal, hopefully, libertarian presidential candidate. All the way to the top, man. <laughs> Gonna take it to the top, huh? And, All the way to the top. You gotta, you gotta let them know, like, like we're uh, we're just getting started, but we're the <laughs> we're the up and coming Shane Hazels of the world. I don't know, I don't know if you know very much about that guy, but he is. Stirring and, shit and that's up what we need. Uh, I'm, I'm so tired of hearing people our age talking to their kids. Be the change. Be what this country needs. Oh, cut that shit. We're still young enough. Do you have to be 35 to run for president? Right? We haven't had a president under the age of 60 in how long? Well, Other than Obama. Obama was, he's an I, I get where you're getting out here. Every yeah, president for damn near our entire life has been above 45, 50. Yeah, no, they're, 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 they're not the true demographic. Are millionaires yeah, I mean... have indentured servants from all different fucking companies and countries that bring them in information, money, and opportunities to make even more money where the demographic of the majority yeah. of the U.S. Mm-hmm. is 20, 30, and 40-year-olds that work two, three jobs and bust their ass every day to try and make a living. So why not have someone that has somewhat of a similar upbringing Say, hey, this is what the fuck we really need. This is what we need to do. We need somebody that's been in the trenches and knows where our shortcomings are. I, even if, like, I don't even care if they fucking are coming from a Democratic side or a more liberal side, or if they are a Republican, that that doesn't matter to me. I, I want to know that they are that they are one of us. You know, there's somebody that's fucking worked at McDonald's or worked at your local hardware store, somebody that's been a coal miner or a construction worker or some shit like that. Right. Like those are the people that should be in office. I don't understand. Like, like the concept of going to school 
for like political sciences and whatnot and starting in that at the ripe age of 18 like that doesn't make any sense to me like your people that are in a political office should be people that come from grassroots you know like like they should have calloused hands Uh, obviously you you don't want just any joe schmo construction worker coming in there because there's probably a reason that he didn't get into uh necessary more scientific field or whatever they may not be all that bright but you you take your guy that started out in construction or something like that worked his way through the ranks became his own boss and then decided he wanted to make make a ripple in the political field or something like that those guys those guys are the guys you should be looking at well i mean like look at uh george washington after he got out he went back and worked his fucking farm Well, I mean, he worked as slave. <laughs> he wasn't necessarily a great dude, they, but they I get the idea. They didn't rely I get what on you're being saying. a politician <laughs> to make a living. They did it as a public service. Yeah. Because that's what the country needed at the time. And that's more than ever. That's the, and that's yeah, the... Now the idea of holding office should still be considered a public service, not a career. For sure. And whenever, whenever we get together and we like as libertarians, Mises Cox libertarians, whenever we take this, these political offices, it's important that we come together. Like this is not to sound all fucking, commie on you and not to get all proletariat come together together we have power bullshit like that i'm not saying i'm not saying it like that but i am saying that we as a collective have a duty to have each other's back through this shit Where, where the other parties are already locked in tight we need to be doing the same thing we need to be having each other's backs and i'm not saying don't call another libertarian out when they say stupid shit. I'm sure I've said fucking six stupid things on here tonight and I should be, you know, called out for whatever stupid shit I say. But but they they also need to have each other's back about this and realize like we're never gonna get anywhere as independent jackasses out here. Like if if you don't like as old fucking Clint would say, if we don't balkanize, if we don't fucking lock our shit up, right? Have each other's backs, lock them down, kick everybody else out. We're we're never gonna get anywhere. We're gonna continue spinning tires, and we're we're just gonna eat shit from the other parties. And, and bring me because back they to have their shit together. Saying, uh, "Together we stand, divided we fall." It comes back to that because libertarians are still trying to come up in the political parties. So unless we come together, it's never going to get anything. Like you said, just spitting yep. tires, spitting tires. Or yeah, it's cool for a, a minute, and you're you're making people notice. They get bored with it. For sure. For sure. If you're not making ripples, you know you you you're no good. And that that's what we need more of right now. So, you assholes out there sitting at home. Thinking about like, man, I wish I could do something. Literally, just fucking do it. Reach out, reach out to your local people. Get involved, become part of this shit. There's no reason that we should be sitting on the sidelines but, anymore. And I'm, I'm not gonna do it. No, I'm definitely not, not gonna, gonna sit just and fucking shut anymore. Watch people who were born in the fucking 40s run this country. Because who the fuck thought that was a good yeah. idea? Yeah, it's a. Uh, Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot. The majority of the fucking country. Uh, I was going to say, they did. They forcibly ingrained that into the upcoming generations. So I digress. Anyway, you fuck need to get out there and be more progressive, proactive. It's time for us to start making a stand. Start making some ripples. Turn his shit into waves. And then ride the waves right into fucking DC and take it over. 
Yeah, drown that motherfucker. No, I'm good. All I right. think that we've uh, spoken else, about you so far. Yeah, got a little yeah, spicy. Yeah, good tonight. to get it off your randy. chest and let other people you. deal with your your bitching. It is. It is. Honestly, though, for real, this shit's kind of like therapy. Like it's uh, it's good to get my voice out there and know, you know, at least somebody's listening. They might may not even agree with me, but it's getting their fucking, it's getting their mind working. It's getting people thinking about this. Oh, shit. Yeah, I definitely and agree that this is considered matters. therapy for you and I. Because I can't talk to anybody else and have them actually understand what the fuck I'm saying. Because the only people around me, <laughs> not a the only other people around me are people who don't have any interest in politics. Yeah. Lame. All right, man. Well, I'm going to get off here. All you fucking cucks out there. Hey, easy I cucks. Hope you have a great night. Everybody take care. Uh, well, follow us on uh, Twitter. I'm making I'm making an account tonight. So we'll be official or whatever. Where we can put Literally more ungoverned sales. Shit. All right, thank you. Yeah, all the spicy.